calling all detectives. A woman who has tried for murder and acquitted faces a second murder charge. That is the situation on this page from my casebook, the casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. When you're a private detective like me, Jerry Browning, the way you see people is generally at their worst. The scene of a murder at the point when detection begins is a picture of organized confusion. Hey, Browning, you into this case? I don't know yet. There's an insurance angle I'm supposed to check for Consolidated. Harvey Truston had been shot while working at his office in the Granite Trust building. The scene was typical. Homicide squad men all over the place. And over in one corner of the office were the usual terrified people involved in the crime. A cleaning woman who'd found the body. Truston's partner, Willis Canby. And the dead man's secretary, Irene Lawrence. She was a strikingly beautiful woman. Lieutenant Dawson spotted me as I came in. Hello, Jerry. We've got this one under pretty good control. That's fine, Dawson. What happened? Truston was working late in preparation for vacation. Cleaning woman says she saw a man lurking upstairs in one of the corridors. Ran down here when she spotted him. A couple of minutes later, there was this shot. Guy must have come in here, tried to hold up Truston, and killed him when he put up a fight. I kept looking at the secretary. Irene Lawrence. That strangely serene face was stirring a memory somewhere deep in my mind. And then it came to me. Dawson. Truston's secretary, her name used to be Mrs. Irene Elliston. Five years ago, she was tried for the murder of her husband and acquitted. Dawson's face clouded over. He turned to one of his men. O'Brien, put Miss Lawrence under arrest. What started as an investigation of a sneak thief killing took an abrupt turn when it developed that the dead man's secretary had once stood trial for the murder of her husband. At police headquarters, Dawson questioned Willis Canby, the murdered man's partner. How long did Irene Lawrence work for your partner? About two years. Did they ever see each other outside the office? Why, yes. As a matter of fact, Harvey told me he was planning to marry her. He probably found out about her past, changed his mind, so she killed him. That was as much of it as I could take. I remembered the Elliston murder case well. He'd been a painter, married Irene Lawrence, a girl he'd met in a small town. He became violently jealous of his beautiful wife, made life so miserable for her that she tried to run away, go back home. He followed her, caught her at a bus terminal. He brandished a gun. She snatched at it, and that was that. In a subsequent trial, the jury acquitted her in 20 minutes, but just the same, it was in the record. Irene Lawrence had once been tried for murder. I went on back to Consolidated Insurance, made out a report on the case. Truston and his partner, Canby, had a type of business insurance that's fairly common. $50,000 in policies on the lives of each in favor of the other. Some people will do a lot for that kind of money. John Cooley, head of Consolidated Investigations Department, didn't agree with me. The police have secured some damaging admissions from the Lawrence woman, Browning. She admits having been engaged to Truston, admits that he found out about the other death and broke off the engagement the same day that he was killed. Mr. Cooley, does every woman whose engagement is broken shoot the guy because he changed his mind? Browning, I don't like your humor. Mr. Cooley, I don't like the whole case. What happened to that sneak thief the cleaning woman saw? Nobody's even trying to find him now. There was a long pause while Cooley rubbed his jaw. Then... All right, Browning, go out and find him. (laughs) 
I had a long and unsatisfactory talk with the cleaning woman. No doubt about it, she had seen somebody. A man who kept his back turned to her, fled down the emergency stairs as she approached. Well, that was possible. Though why a thief would run in panic from an elderly woman and then invade an office where a man was working and shoot him was something I couldn't figure out. Nobody else saw the thief. Nobody reported any thefts in the building for that night. Well, that was possible, too. Though not very probable. At the offices of Canby and Truston, I got hold of the personnel manager. I, uh, wonder if you'd do me a favor. Look up your records and see how Miss Lawrence originally got the job as Mr. Truston's secretary. The old man blinked. It, uh, happens, I remember. Miss Lawrence originally came here to see Mr. Canby. I believe he'd met at some gathering. She worked for a short time in a foreign correspondence department and then became Mr. Truston's secretary. Thanks. Thanks a lot. So, Canby had introduced Irene Lawrence into the company. That was interesting. I drove across town to a firm of public accountants. I want a thorough investigation of Canby and Truston's financial standing. They do an import and export trade with South America. There wasn't anything else I could do for a couple of days. In the meanwhile, Irene Lawrence had been charged with the murder of Harvey Truston. In not a single newspaper account that I read was there the slightest intimation that maybe she wasn't guilty. On the third day, I got my report from the accountants. Canby and Truston were considered shaky, and Canby had been gambling and losing on foreign commodity prices. That afternoon, I waited outside the granite building. As Canby came out, I called to him. Hey, Mr. Canby, somebody behind you wants to talk to you. He turned around, and in that instant, I snapped the picture with his back to me. He whirled around. Why have you taken my picture? I want a photograph of you, Mr. Canby, with your back turned to see if you resemble a certain sneak thief. He dived for the camera, trying to snatch it from me. Instead, I clamped my hand over his arm. Mr. Canby, you and I are going to police headquarters. He blustered and raged, but by now I had enough scraps of evidence to hold him long enough for the picture to be developed and hesitantly identified by the cleaning woman. By itself, that wasn't worth anything, but combined with the insurance motive, Canby's gambling, and his introduction of Irene Lawrence into the firm, we finally broke him down. What came out was what I'd suspected, that he'd deliberately tried to find an attractive woman who'd once been accused of murder and whom he could frame for a second murder that he might otherwise himself be suspected of having committed. Having found her, he gave Irene a big build-up with his partner, and then at the right moment, broke the news of her past. Yeah, sure, Irene Lawrence was released, but I hate to think of how few people remember that she was completely innocent. Like I said, in my business, you meet people at their worst, and the worst people aren't always the ones who stand accused. Listen next time to Calling All Detectives, mystery drama, mystery quiz, and a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, Private Detective.